Tell him your name, Merrick. I'm a, I'm a very excited to come to this bash. The bash. The bash. Welcome to the bash. Bash always feels like it comes after some like alliterative. I was just gonna say that it's like it. You can't like, use it on its own. Oh, are you going to that bash? It's the like, the no ballroom says, bash. It's the exactly. this bash. It can't just be the bash. Baldur's bash. Bald. It's this is the ball. Welcome to the Baldur's. The bash. monster bash. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. today. We are talking to MTG once again, even though that was our latest episode, because <laughs> they keep printing cards. <laughs> they, can, they won't let us rest. <laughs> I, I saw a, uh, a poll the other day uh, when I'm scrolling through my things, and a guy was like, are they printing cards too fast? It was like 90% of people were like, fuck it, please. God, I way slower. Holy hell. <laughs> it's like it's like they took one survey back in like 2014 when they were just like, oh, we'll just do one set every three months. They're like, would you like more cards? And they're like, yeah. 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 The other like, set, oh, they're like, yeah, that'd be great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you more Triple production. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh <laughs> Holy enough money. God, man. And it's gonna happen again. Later this year, this fall, they slam together two standard sets right next to each other, just like they did in the. Like it's literally we're getting nothing after this. We get nothing until September, and then they're literally going like September, October. <laughs> so we're just gonna get like everything oh, shit out at us at the end of the year. We're gonna be like, holy god almighty! Uh, this one, however, I mean, wasn't a standard set. This is a commander set, but that's important for people like us who play mostly commander in our yes. lives. Uh, this is a big set release. The I think the total set it was like seven hundred cards. Now that's including all the alternate arts and right, yeah, which is yeah. like honestly like half the set. But I still think it's like a four hundred card set or something like that. I think it's three sixty one, which is a huge amount of cards. Yeah, <laughs> it's so this is yeah, this is a massive massive set. Uh, before we get talking about it in specifics, though, we're, uh, we're back at the party, Eric. What you gonna be drinking today? Uh, I am drinking just some nice hot tea. Ooh. I, uh, ran downstairs right before I got on. I was like, oh, I don't have any, any, like, drink drinks in the house. Oh, yes, downstairs now. You have a downstairs. downstairs. I have moved. <laughs> I have moved. I have now both an up and a downstairs. <laughs> I now well, have two floors. You have jumped up the world, sir. You now mm-hmm. have two floors for your names. <sighs> Look, you always were as cool as me. Well, Eric, with more cards comes Mo Money Mo Problems. That is awesome. <laughs> this is the name of my beer. Actually, this is this is Mosaic Money Motuka Problems. I guess because Mosaic and Motuka are the names of the hops hmm. that are in this said beer i thought it worked well enough it's good it's good wow that was foamy up top oh my goodness Ooh, and this is a this is a 
So this is an Imperial. Yeah, because I was like, I tasted it right away, and I was like, whoa, 8.5. All right, oh, we're going to have a fun one. <laughs> I had that recently happen to me where, like, you know, you put, particularly the glass bottles with beer, you put them down on the table too hard, and you kind of forget about it for a half second. You open it, and just goes, thumbs up. <laughs> and just runs up like, huh? <laughs> Holy God! No! <laughs> oh, man. All right, uh... We don't really have much housekeeping. I, I, I kind of left that section blank. We'll move on to uh, the Baldur's Gate. So with every set, we got to talk mechanics first. Yes. Uh, and all of these mechanics, there's there's one, well, there's two new things. We're going to get to the two old things first. They brought back Adventures from Eldraine. Yeah. Which it, which it was kind I of love a, Adventures. Yeah, it's kind of a new twist on a uh, split cards. Yeah, and it's it's, I think it was maybe only on creatures back in Eldraine. Now you'll see it on equipment, artifacts, uh, all kinds of, maybe just yeah. that and creatures that now, uh, I haven't definitely double-checked all that, but I've definitely seen it on art, both artifacts and creatures. Uh, they're generally pretty strong adventures. Yeah, yeah. The It's it's kind of like in Amonkhet, the aftermath, where you get to cast both sides yeah. instead of shooting. So that, and, that always and that helps. Pretty, pretty good rates, honestly, for a lot yeah. of these adventures, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Uh, the next is, the, of course, uh, this is Baldur's Gate. This is a D&D reference set uh, for Commander Legends. Glad that they used the D&D property again for a Commander set. I think that was a smart thing. Instead of like, so they did it as a standard set last time, right? Oh, With, uh, yes. Adventures in the Forgotten, Forgotten Realms. But this time it's a commander specific set. And I think that that works better with what commander's going for yeah i think so too uh, you know I, as a standard set i don't think it works as well with the flavor but yeah it's perfect for a commander yeah, set really does especially because you have to just have so many legendary characters walking right around. yeah yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> all a, the characters can be legendary yeah like the, that's, that's a majority of it. i feel like people don't mind like this stuff like rolling die just kind of slows the game up a little bit, but in Commander, right. that's just part of the course. And I have heard uh, this is maybe anecdotal, but I have heard people that uh, did you go to a pre-release at all or any kind of event for this? I have not. I okay. was going to go I to one, either. but something came out. Yeah, but I have heard it's miserably slow. <laughs> <of a format. laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I could see that. I could see that. It's just like well, a battlefield of crap until someone drops a big thing, but then someone just kills it, and then you're just left sitting there. And, you know, I was I was looking at the format, and, you know, it's like you, you draft two cards, and you have a 60-card yes. deck, and it's you have a commander, And too. you have a commander, yes. So yeah, like, you do have a commander for this limited set, so it's, it's pretty different. I really was interested in the first time Commander Legends came out. Of course, that was COVID times. There mm-hmm. was no drafts of that in paper, which was really upsetting. Right. Yeah, the, uh, and I'm glad I never bought a box of that because honestly, every card I've ever received from that set has curled beyond freaking belief. <laughs> that was yeah. like the worst set, notoriously for it. Yeah, it must be the humidity. I I have been very lucky with cards, <laughs> but yeah, you and can see that, like so- in the cards I own, there's like a section of the cards. You know how like I have them in fat packs mostly. There's a section you'll see. Yeah, you'll just see them just curled. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, that's Commander Legends. That's, <laughs> that's that the section Legends. right there. That was Commander's Legends. Easy to find. <laughs> Easy to find. I wonder oh, if they're going to start making so like bad. like rigid card sleeves. <laughs> so I'm just I'm be so like, happy. Like, 
I think I bought three packs of that specifically, and my pulls were like Vampiric Tutor, and like luckily I didn't get that in foil. And I'm like, oh, thank you, God. <laughs> it was like the best pull I had, and I got it in regular print. And I was like, thank yes. God. Uh, all right, now getting on to the new mechanics. Let's start first with one that's familiar but different. This is called Initiative. Now, initiative's yeah. gonna is a halfway house between venture into the dungeon and the monarch system, which is once it's introduced to the game, it is now in the game. Once you've introduced the initiative, there is always an initiative. That is how it works, like monarch, where uh, you know one of your cards will say you'll take the initiative. Now, the initiative, what it is, is a venture mechanic, except there is a specific dungeon that you must venture into the undercity there's i don't believe there's any you can't just venture into any dungeon you have to do the undercity yeah venture into the undercity i find yeah yes it says it on the card the initiative as well uh so you you venture into this undercity you have all these different venture cards and the initiative moves by also you get it the trigger on your upkeep instead of the end step with the monarch you'll get right. the initiative trigger on your upkeep and you'll lose it same way you lose the monarch if a creature deals damage to you they will take the initiative and it will trigger for them right away i yeah, guess right so, away yeah yeah, took so, the initiative. yeah so that means as soon as there's an initiative there's going to be four people each tracking the undercity dungeon yes at once. now everyone must track the undercity dungeon yeah and then once you Take the initiative is is when you get this this like initiative card after you deal combat damage. You move your you move into a new uh, room of the dungeon. So when you take the initiative, you move, and then at your upkeep, you move again. And I also um, I don't know this for sure, but I believe this to be true. The only way to move through the undercity is with the initiative. You cannot yes. venture into a dungeon and move through the undercity. Right. Yeah, I believe that with is. your venture cards, you must yeah. do that dungeoneering separately yeah i i it that makes sense because they just wanted this to be a self-contained thing but i think you know. yeah it probably would have i maybe not overpowered is the right word but yeah given just like a dumb benefit specifically to venture decks for no the one reason, venture deck that exists yeah, the yeah. one venture deck i mean yeah literally the one venture deck but yeah i mean who needs to help them out just being like well this mechanic helps you out more than all of us right. by far because you're going to finish this dungeon right away and get all this benefit. Anyways, that's yeah, the initiative. It's, interesting. it's an interesting one. I don't know how I feel about it. Maybe it adds some fun games. I was saying to everyone, like, I would like this, but not in every game. <laughs> I'd be very... Like, whereas the Monarch, I do like in every game. It's such a small benefit, and it's such an innocuous one. And, like, it's really fun to play around with, where you're just like, everyone's hit... It, it like, makes you hit each other. This one on probably does that too but I, maybe the benefits are too strong maybe they're not i don't know yeah it's it, it's gonna be more interesting and i could see like that where monarch like you said it's just like okay i everyone understands what it is and it kind of helps everybody the same even though some decks like more card draw more than others but um i could see getting into weird situations where it's just like oh um i don't like one of them is go to creature we'll say mm. like Ooh, I, I like. I don't want to take the initiative because I'm. I don't want to. I don't know. 
with these other effects, like I don't want my creature to get goaded at somebody. Um, so like I, I can, I will be attacked down by this guy who's going to goad somebody, but he won't be able to attack this third player. So I'm not going to take the initiative, um, or something like that. I mean, some of these are way stronger, let's say, than drawing a card. Also, this will trigger more than a monarch drawing a card because the monarch, the guy that receives the monarch, he'll draw, and then it could move around like three more times. Before. Oh no, I guess everyone. Yeah, I guess no one's getting hit on not their own turn. So if they, all right, never mind. My 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 point is mute. I, I corrected myself before I spoke. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, like you can only get it once per turn cycle. Yeah, yeah. Um. I, yeah, I, I could see this kind of getting annoying because, like, Monarch, it's easy. You just draw a card at your end step, and everyone kind of understands that. And you don't even have to say, like, wait, what's the next thing? Or what yeah. do you do? Uh, right? Uh, or, wait, hold on. Also, like, listen, the last part of the dungeon is reveal the top ten cards of your library. Put any creature onto the battlefield with three plus one plus one counters on it, and it gets hexproof until your next turn. Then shuffle. Yeah, it it's kind of like, ooh, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, but not like, only so, but here's the problem with that: it's only good in specific decks. So, like, whereas a, a a flat draw card helps every deck, that's like, okay, Mister Green creature deck guy, that's like huge. Meanwhile, is it Spellslinger guys? Like, I literally have a deck with zero creatures in it. Yeah, like I have like a creature that like, I don't know. It does something like, or I don't want it because it's like Thassa's yeah. Oracle or something. So like, I don't want I don't want anyone to ever trigger that. I like, I'd be mad. I'd be like, well, great. Like you get that huge benefit. I got literal nothing from this. Right. And we're just dealing with this the whole time. Yeah. I don't know. It, no, That's how I feel else. about it. So I definitely don't want to see it every game. I think it'd be fun some games and maybe add some, some flavor and stuff. But yeah, I just right. feel like this is annoying to have around. Yeah. It's it, yeah. It's just, I wonder if like, adding that little bit of complexity makes it annoying. Just be right. like, oh, yeah. I forgot that you, once you ventured, or once you did this, you got a, you got your your four one black skeleton. Like, oh, that changes everything. I mean, like, right. it's a it's a known quantity, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Alright, the the last one, I mean, is, is and isn't new as well. This is uh, Choose a Background, which just means it's their way to uh, put partners back in the set without it working with partners <laughs> yeah they were like oh yeah we can't we can like, never if make we partners made 30 again 30 more partners uh, it would just break the game. yeah the, like there would be no more commander it would just be called partner like they, yeah. they would have to divide the format again they'd have to make a partner commander format <laughs> and a regular they would have to it would be, be so ridiculous because at that point it's like obviously better to have two commanders <laughs> than yeah, one yeah. commander always never not the case always have two commanders there's yeah, with never all these a different combinations and there's some yeah. good ones there's enough combination i mean even here there's probably enough combinations luckily like they're not like busted i don't think as far as i've right. seen however i looked into so this set eric has 36 multicolored commanders in this set alone 30 that makes sense. Six. Holy hell. Also, it has 32 different backgrounds. No, 32 creatures with choose a background, excuse me, and 30 different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. 
quick math to me, I don't know. I, I think you just multiply them for their correct number of combinations, no? Yeah, because it... each one, each of the 32 choose a backgrounds can have each of the 30. Each of the 30. Backgrounds. So just multiply them together. That makes 960 combinations with just this set alone, plus 36. So there's like almost a thousand different commanders from this set alone. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> like holy hell they're man. like how do we do this yeah uh, this is this is insane double the so, number of commanders in existence you could just do anything you want in this format with this set so like new players i don't know buy a, a buy thing a, of this and yeah I'm sure this you, is this you is can what, make any deck yeah if you buy a if you buy a box of this stuff you just be like hey you know what i'm gonna find something i like you're gonna find something uh you'll you'll get stuff so there you go. That's backgrounds. But yeah, backgrounds. The interesting thing about them is now uh, there's enchantments in the command zone because backgrounds are all enchantments. Yeah. So you'll have a. I, I believe they're all monocolored. Maybe they aren't. Yeah, I think they're all monocolored. I think they're all monocolored. But of course, you can match it up with any other monocolored background. So you get two color combos of uh, basically of any type by the end of it. So that that's what you got. Lastly, before we get into our review, Eric, the one thing I wanted to say about this set in particular, Eric. Eric, guess what? Guess what? What? They reprinted cards. Oh uh, no! Say they it ain't so. Did it? They finally did. <laughs> they reprinted. Terramorphic Expanse. The <laughs> card we've been waiting for. <laughs> oh my god. No, I am so happy. I why they have to do this every set though. Because honestly, like I look I was so excited. I looked at all the lists and I'm like, yeah, good, good, yeah, cool, good. Like a lot of really good ones. We'll go through them in a second. And then it ended, and I'm like, God, I wish there were like 360 something cards in this set. And there's like 20-ish reprints yeah and it's it's like the the cards that are reprints some of them are there's a some couple nail like nailed it but yeah they just need to do this more often yeah so here's some that nailed it for me uh traverse the outlands one of the best mm -hmm. ramp spells in green i think uh, basilisk caller which was back when we first started commander was like like we were talking about it was like the only way you could give death touch to a yeah for real cheap <laughs> There's and, like oh, such a good card. There's so many combos where quote unquote combos, which was like, oh, my commander can tap pink something. It's like, well, basilisk color. Yeah, <laughs> hold now on, now kill that's, anything. And you I can tap to kill life. something, and now it's yeah. just like, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was oh man, I love basilisk color. Uh, they printed lightning bolt. You were saying like they'll never reprint it, but that was for standard. It was for standard, yeah. <laughs> uh, but here you go for a set like this. It's it's printed right into commanders. Why not? Go ahead and throw Why it not? in. Yep, so I, I was, you can grab your lightning bolts here. Uh, Wayfarer's Bobble, is they need to reprint that card as many times as they can. It's like along the Arcane Signet Soul Ring type for Commander players. Mm -hmm. I run it in literal every deck, honestly. Green decks, I don't care. I run Wayfarer's Bobble, I love a card. Uh, Blade of Selves, such this a This is the big reprint. one. Such a good reprint. They needed more Blade of Selves. Such a cool card. Oh, yeah. Myriad yeah, is another. Myriad. I, uh, we didn't. Maybe we didn't mention it in mechanic. Uh, should have mentioned it for mechanics too. They brought back Myriad. Uh, yeah. Really, only makes sense for a commander set. Uh, and Myriad's a cool ability. So uh, it's really it, cool. It's, yeah. it's really nice they brought that. A uh, kindred discovery, which is a I believe tribal based draw spell in, as an enchantment. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like crazy expensive for not 
any good. Yeah, it's like in any tribal deck, this is just like the best card. Yeah, but you have to be running blue. You have to be running blue, yeah. Um, they reprinted the, the Battle Bond lands and Reflecting Pool. So good le- good rare land cycle here. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Especially Reflecting Pool was getting up there. It used yeah. to just come in like everything, I feel I feel like. And yeah, then now, now they're giving you uh, Exotic Orchard is the one. Exotic Orchard is you. the one, yeah. They keep, they keep giving you to like a million times. And that one used to be expensive as well. Yeah. Exotic Orchard. <laughs> just now it's just switch. Yeah. And they should do the same thing with Reflecting Pool. Just keep putting it in just precons. Yeah. Like, who cares? It's Reflecting Pool. Uh, Bramble Sovereign, big one, absolutely massive. Big That's one. a good one. Uh, Deadly Dispute. This is my favorite one because this was from a set very new. This was from AFR. It was a five dollar common. Those those things don't go up there in price for no reason. It's a very good card. It's played in modern in Pioneer as as like four ofs in in some uh, sacrifice decks. So it's needed. It's desperately needed. It's good in every commander deck I played in. I wanted more deadly disputes. I want a full playset. So I'm finally going to be able to pick it up at a, not a five dollar price point. I was like, this is a common. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, and nature's lore, another one they got a it's, you know it's slightly better rampant growth, but I think it only searches for force, but it comes in untapped, which is right. a big, big game. A forest card, so not a basic land. Ah, there you go. So you can get a tap land and comes and brings Triome, it untapped. shock lands. Triumphs you can't bring it untapped, but right, but, <laughs> but all the shock but lands. But still, can. yeah. So there's some of the reprints that were my favorite. There's some cruddy ones too, but those are the good ones. Awesome. They need to do this every set. Yep. Especially a commander set. This makes sense. But I wish they did more of this in uh, in standard sets. Like you look at that those lists, this list. I don't think any of them would break standard sets, other than Lightning Bolt. Lightning Bolt, I think, yeah. The rest of them would be literal fine. I mean, Deadly Dispute is in standard right now. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Which is why I'm surprised they reprinted it. Like it's a literal standard card. Yeah, uh, and, and I guess print. yeah, especially at common. You think of something with. These they they know how much stuff costs, so they're, they're yeah they do right yeah so I'm glad they printed that one. I don't want that that one getting any that one should no, it's a common it should be anywhere above like a, a buck right. it could be a buck common but that's it. All right, are you ready, sir, to get into the main set? I'm kind of ready. Kind of ready. Wow. Be, because we were talking about this before. Like, there's a lot of like good cards, but a lot of good there's cards. not. A whole lot of cards that you go like, whoa. This is <laughs> there is not. Yeah, crap. we're going to start off with our strongest cards. Now, I don't. I, I I believe Eric did as well. I did not include any legendaries. Uh, actually, excuse me. I did include one, but it's none of yeah, like. I have yeah. one as well. Okay, I included one, but I tried to not include any legendaries, and I'm sure that a lot of the legendaries probably are stronger than this <laughs> uh but we're looking specifically at the 99 and i'm sure a lot of legendaries are still stronger there but there's so many of them it's hard it was hard to look through them all and we were trying to kind of stay away from them yeah we, we're probably gonna talk about them later. yeah like for instance my legendary is a monocolored so mm. maybe won't even be run as a commander it could but uh, why don't you want to get started? What's your? I'll get started. I'll talk about my uh legendary. I don't really have an order for these. 
Okay. I but, do, uh, and I think it's fair enough because, I, like, my first three are suspect. <laughs> <laughs> as far as things that belong on top ones. But I I'm going to talk about uh, my legendary. It's uh, uh, Mahadi Emporium Master. Oh, yeah. Okay. That legendary. Yeah. I like yeah. him a lot. It's a three mana, three, three for one uh, black, red. So, Rakdos colors. It's a cat devil. Love that. Um, and this is a play on a Rakshasa. Uh, yeah, card type I think. Um, so anyway, at the be- it has a the ability at the beginning of your end step create a treasure token for each creature that died this turn. That's any creature. Any creature doesn't me doesn't care about tokens. Doesn't care about whose it was. Was it yours? Yep. Was it everyone else's? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's pretty um, good. That's pretty it's good. Pretty sir. good. The thing it requires a lot of setup, but I but obviously that card could be just absolutely busted. Yeah, because you can. You can, uh, you know, you can control this by having like sacrifice loops. Yep. Uh, it's not busted, and no. um, because it's at the end, uh, at the beginning of the end step. It also, the way it's worded, kind of holds it back a little bit too. Because if it says like, "Oh, when a creature died, create a treasure. a treasure at the beginning of your end step," that would mean like, "Oh, board wipe. This creature dies. Right. I still get the triggers, right. but this- he still has to be there." Yeah, at the beginning of the end step. So, so you, you can board, board wipe, wipe on your turn and slam him down. And then you can do that. that yeah, work. exactly. <laughs> and at three mana, it's not it's not super expensive. There, you know, there's like and you play those a colors, you have, I was gonna say you have things like blast axe, which are as one of the few board wipes that you can realistically do on your turn and still right. Play. Exactly. Yeah, one as of you the can, better ones. That way. And then you just boom, pop this guy down. Like, oh, I have all this mana. And now. Um, some cards will have, say, like, treasures come into battlefield tap. This doesn't say that, so that makes it a yeah. little bit better. I like that pick, and I also like it because I, I don't... I think he's much better in the 99 than he is as a commander. Yeah, like, the ability is really strong, but it's... You, it's not a It'd be good weird enough, to build a deck around that. Yeah, to be like, be like, I'm just searching for that one turn. It's like, yeah, oh. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be scared because it's like, uh-oh, he has a yeah. bunch of creatures out. Turn three, yeah. plays this. Like, do you have a way to sacrifice it? Nope. It's nope. Like, <laughs> like, we should have had a <laughs> commander yeah. do that. It's like, I agree. Okay. Yeah, so I'm with, I'm with you on that. All right, here's here's probably my most suspect because I know you don't like this card, so we'll have a little conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My number five is Jahira's Respite. This is the fog ramp. Four fog man, ramp. four and a green for an instant. Search your library for up to X basic land cards, where X is the number of creatures attacking you. Put them onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle. And you also prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn. I generally like fogs in Commander a lot. Most of the time you're dying to an alpha strike, and this prevents that you from dying, gives you a whole extra turn. Not only does it give you a whole extra turn, but I would imagine... I, I mean, against a token deck, you're literally getting all your lands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But against a normal deck, uh, you know, usually, like, sometimes only one thing's attacking you. That happens a couple times. But usually it's, it's you know, the three or four things are attacking you. Yeah, I um I don't like Fog as much as you do, just in general. So that's probably that's probably the main thing. Also, like, the thing, I think Fogs, when they're good, you don't have to sacrifice, like, half of your turn to hold up mana for it. Like, it'll be like, ooh, I spent two mana to Fog, because it's like, oh, I don't, I like, oh, I do, I, I tap out to play, like, this, like, right. this You're saying you just want jamming. the least amount of mana held up. 
to be exactly because it doesn't like doesn't telegraph anything you know i'm like if you have five man up i might be like oh, i'll take this person instead <laughs> which is um, doing its job <laughs> then yeah then, then you basically uh got doing some of it job. so i i think holding up five mana uh for this kind of effect is it's kind of hard and yeah it's like uh, there's gonna be some decks that are just like okay, I attack you for two creatures, but they both have double strike. They're flying, and they have hit abilities. You're just like, uh, okay, I, I have to use this now because they're not going to attack me with like four or five creatures. Sometimes you're going to get hit by like twenty creatures, and it's just amazing. And then yeah, then it's just all your lands. Yeah, yeah. right. There's specific. I, I just I know this card will win games, and that's kind of like what I was looking for. Right. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. this card will win a game. I guarantee it. It'll win a game of Magic one time. Uh, because it'll do something completely fucking busted. <laughs> yeah, that was kind I, yeah. of my level. And again, this was to me the most suspect card. I already announced that. I was just like, right. I don't know, but I know it'll win a game because I know it'll, yeah, prevent forty damage, put twenty lands in play, and just be like, holy shit, what the fuck just happened? This guy is now way in the lead out of freaking nowhere. <laughs> exactly. Because Commander, to me, is one of those formats where, like, at the end of the game, that will make... Like, literally doubling my mana and not dying, I I win now. If I go to my turn and I have 20 mana, and you didn't kill me, I win. (laughs) You can't not... Like, I'm going to win on my turn. Maybe. That's it. Maybe. (laughs) Well, and that's where I think this card can get you to. It can get you to that state Mm -hmm. of, of, like, I didn't die, I now have a lot more mana, like, good game. Uh... All right, my this is this is again like there's a lot of good cards here, but <laughs> there's very few <laughs> cards. I'm just like, oh my god, this I, is again, another one. My next one is suspect as well, and then I get better. Then I get then I get a little better. All right, this is this one is it's not very exciting. It's displacer kitten. Uh, that's my number four. As oh, well. nice. Okay, yeah, I, that is, uh, displacer kitten. I'm yeah. with you. I'm so, with you on displacer kitten. Yeah. Okay. So displacer kitten. It's uh, three to blue. So four mana, two two cat beast. It's only cats here. At Dragon <laughs> uh, it has a uh, an ability avoidance. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, exile up to one target non-land permanent you control, then return to battlefield under its owner's control. So you blink something. Uh, blink one of your For every things. spell. Every, yeah, every, every non-creature, non-creature spell. spell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, card's crazy. This, yeah, you're in this kind of deck, you're only, you're going to play like good permanence and stuff. You, like this is kind of also a cool uh, card because you don't have to play creatures. Like a lot of blink decks are like mostly creature heavy. Um, but like a lot of your non-creature spells also blink something. <laughs> so you could yeah. be like, it kind of like doubles up all your blink effects. I you wish can, it had flash. But that, I mean, maybe that would have been too strong. But <laughs> I don't think so. I uh, feel like I feel like it should have flash. Like, yeah, it's like this like displacing cat thing. Why doesn't it have flash? Whatever. But I I think the card's great. Yeah, literally a blink cool. attached to every non-creature spell. And we're talking like I think the most busted way it'll be used is of course like zero mana artifacts will yep. just come into play, bounce Free something stuff. which does something, which triggers something, which does something. Like you could infinitely play a zero mana artifact for instance because you could play it bounce it oh well it's whenever you cast so okay, you, yeah, if you yeah, have yeah. two you definitely could yes right you'd have to bounce the other one yeah cast it oh uh, well did you have to bounce it back to your hand yeah but um oh okay because it just exiles yeah yeah right 
just blinks it. But yeah, that kind of stuff. Just blinks it. Anyway, it's but like good. it's a good effect. It turns all like your it's... it turns all your late or turns all your bad cards in the late game good again. <laughs> so There's like also a lot of commanders that like have really strong enter the battlefield abilities. Yeah. And to turn every single spell in your deck now, it, non-creature spell, into a blinker commander to do its effect. Just imagine freaking Brea. I mean, Brea's enter the battlefield and this is insane. You literally get two you get one two, ones you two that one she ones. can sack to do stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in like all the cards that you don't want to draw, like, oh man, I didn't want to draw my signet now. It's like, oh, well, at least I get to blink my uh, out of time. And now wipe the board again. Yeah. Or that also something. turns every non-creature instant spell into a protection spell for your commander. Yeah. Blinks yeah. away. Which is, it's just nuts. So, and it also protects the displacer kitten at the same time. So it doesn't matter who you try and target. Like, I'm going to bounce one of them. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to displace one of them. Like, whatever you try and target. So yeah, I so agree. Pretty, I think it's a really good. strong card. Pretty good. All right. Uh, All right. We'll go to my... Uh, my third, then we'll skip over my four because that was Displacer Kitten, <laughs> and this is where my legendary comes in, and it's Jahira, the friend of the forest. Ooh, I, yeah, I had this in my <clears throat> actually underrated ones. In there, what underrated? Underrated, yeah. God, I don't think it's underrated. I think it's so strong. I think this thing is dumb strong. So Jahira, friend of the forest, two and a green for a two-three human elf druid. It has the choose a background, so you could uh, play it as a commander and have any other second color with mm-hmm. uh, with green or just keep it mono green. But her ability is tokens you control have tap add a green. Of course, there's got to be another freaking token card that's just absolutely busted. Mind you, with treasures, this means all your treasures tap instantly for green whenever they want. Yep. Yeah, you don't have to sacrifice them what anymore. The frick, Which is dude. Pretty good. They made green it's way too good. good with treasures. Busted. Yeah, they're just like, and it's kind of funny. It's like green forest creatures growing. It doesn't make any sense. With treasures. <laughs> it like it, it literally the last, fit. the last uh, color I would associate. It should with say treasures. token creatures you control have tapped at green. Yeah, that would make sense. Because but I, like, I bet that's kind of what they're tokens. Think, it's all tokens. I don't know how many other things <clears throat> there are that are common that are tokens. I mean, you know, but there's there's food tokens, there's clue tokens. You know, you'll see all of those, and it just yeah. works with all of them. It's it, this card's nuts. <clears throat> it's uh, it is quite strong. Yeah, <laughs> I had this in underrated, mostly because I don't think it really works well with too many backgrounds, and I think people will just be like, "I can't make." And that's why commander. I was. That's why I was saying, like, I don't think it's a good commander, but yeah. I you can throw it in every ninety nine. Who cares about the choose a background thing? I don't, I agree with you. Like, I don't think it just like innately works with any background to be like, "Good, we're doing a token strategy here with this." Uh, I don't yeah, know. like literally for every token, there like, I think there's couple cards that do that where like all your creatures tap for mana now, and it's like. That's that's like your best card. Right. And this this does the exact same thing, except for just just your tokens. But yeah, all your creatures are tokens anyway. Yeah. So that that's why I went with it as just like yeah, ninety nine. I think this card is busted. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, all also, right. it works right when it comes down, right? Like yeah, too. Yeah, it has you like slam haste, it down. Whatever, basically. how many ever tokens you have, you just added. Like this is a free spell. In other words, yeah, if you have tokens out. And also the 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 other part of it that's kind of like sneaky good about it being tokens, not just creatures, is like if you okay, let's say you you play this, it's only three mana or whatever. 
you <clears throat> tap your you tap enough mana to create a bunch of tokens. Well, if, if for creature tokens, well they uh, they don't have haste, so they can't tap for mana. Right. But all your artifact tokens, like your yeah, treasures, whatever and stuff, artifacts you've made, all your that clues time, and stuff, oh, you're just like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna tap, tap these bad boys that's right right so away busted. and make more of them, and then yeah, tap them again. <laughs> if there's any card that says like one and tap, make a thing, like yeah, you just have like infinite mana. Uh, okay, so I kind of cheated a little bit here. I have basically two of the same exact card except they're different <laughs> I, you probably have the same list as me from here on out uh oh no the i also have the dragon so okay and, and, yeah okay okay but this yeah. is uh, <laughs> uh I, when did you mentioned you had some of the dragons i was like maybe we should just talk about the dragons as yeah uh, as, as a thing kind of and strong. that's what we'll do next okay uh okay and i'll let you choose which one should <laughs> be on this list sure yeah so they're both Two mana, two twos with flash for okay. one and a white. <laughs> uh, one is Archivist of Agma. It. Uh, oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. The one that whenever an opponent searches, you draw gain one. Yep, you draw a card, gain one. And the other one is Deep Gnome Terramancer. So Deep Gnome Terramancer is not in the main set. Oh, it's not in the main set. It's no, like one that of those we're going to get to that in the commander decks. Oh, I thought it was like part of the set booster thing. No, it's just got so much hype so quickly. That okay, when I in the main set, when I because I would have agreed with you that would have also been on my list. I was looking for that because uh, that card's has, incredible. Okay, yeah, I was confused because it has the identical set symbol, and usually the yeah different. they do for some reason, but it's in commander decks. It's in oh. uh, it's in the party deck. That would make sense. It isn't which we wizard. have to talk about the party deck when we get there. Um, okay, well, that makes my choice. But it's see. in the party deck, because it's a gnome <laughs> wizard. But, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that later. So, yeah, so, well, let's go over the Archivist card. Archivist, yeah, this is, it's kind of interesting, because, like, they both, instead of draw a card, you ramp. Um, I, I generally don't really think cards that you don't have control over when they trigger to be super strong. I I honestly think this card's bad i think this card you think this card's bad i think it's I could... bad i don't think opponents search that much now i like that it just says search so this could be like i search for a basic land like it does not care what they're searching yeah. for but like yeah i but unless you're playing him on turn two which at that point the flash doesn't matter on this card literally at all to me first right. off it's not like you're screwing over their search. So like, yeah, well, who cares and, about the flash? And people need to ramp in the early. Yeah, days. it's not like, oh, because you have that card, I'm not going to ramp now. No, I'm just going to freaking... So, like, the flash is meaningless. And the effect it gives you is one life. Who cares? And draw a card is okay. But, yeah, yeah you can't I count think... on that draw a card. So, I just think this card's bad. I don't even know if I'd play it. Yeah, I think um, there's a lot of good white card draw now. There I is. think, and that's and like I would ignore this one. I so this is this is my thing. I think there's a lot more deck searching than we think, but it's just it just doesn't matter. We forget about it. Yeah, right. Because like, it's a lot of innocuous deck searching. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a lot of like for when you already have ten lands. I mean, it was like okay, I I'm agree. also gonna. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I'm not to say. Yeah, not the demonic tutors. No. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of bullshit. us don't play those demonic tutors. Really. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and, and this is definitely like. 
we don't have a whole lot of tutors in our play group, so this is definitely not as good in our play group. In our play some, group, yeah. Some do. I think if you play this on turn two, you could easily get, I think, five cards out of this. Like, because everyone's going to ramp, I think. Okay. Uh, that You might be right. And if you are, then the card's great, right? Right, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like... But you could draw this on turn, like, six. Yeah, and then, and then like, how much? Then you, yeah, you, you'll probably right. draw nothing. You're going to play just, this you to You just have a 2-2 two, two flash. <laughs> yeah. You have a 2-2 two, two flash now. And, and you, you might get a card out of it uh, because someone will yeah. crack a fetch land or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... Again, like it's how does kind it compare like, to like Esper Sentinel? I was good. I was just gonna bring that card up. Yeah, right. like I think, I think Esper Sentinel, you can maybe draw more even later in the game. You're still yeah, yeah. Because off. like ultimately, Esper Sentinel is it's like you can only really count on it being a like pay one for one yeah. spell turn. Um, I think I don't know. I think this. This will draw less cards than Esper Sentinel. Definitely. I definitely um, think so, too. I think there's going to be some decks you play against that are just like, well, I'm I'm green land ramp, and people are just moving more towards land ramp with green. So if you play against green deck, you might you might draw five cards just from that green player alone. <laughs> it could be good. You're right. Um, I mean, but a but card yeah, it, like this is a year probably from so now, overhyped, right? A year like, from what? now, if you told me that no one ever plays this card, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> and and that's the whole thing is like what does this card cost in paper? I'm gonna look it up right now. Oh, it's probably what insane. What do you think it's worth? Every it's probably like twenty bucks right now. That's what I'm thinking. Like I'm thinking it's at least like ten dollars. It's twenty dollars. It's yeah. a twenty dollar card. There's no way uh, I'm paying twenty dollars for this card. Not gonna happen ever. Yeah, no. This this is like if you're playing mono white. <laughs> it's, it can be pretty good i think it could be sure, pretty good man. but yeah like it's this is the card that i'm just staying far away from until it's a two dollar card because no one plays it and i go yeah you know what let's have some fun with that could be could be good mm-hmm. could do some stuff <clears throat> um do you have any others before we get to the the big boys uh nope none, none the uh none of the other ones that, unless i'm going to be talking about them later on all right so yeah, my number two, number one, I literally, I just use both slots to just be like, the ancient dragons, man. Like, good God. They're the, the cards out of this set that are just busted. But specifically, the white, blue, and red. Uh, mm. The black is terrible, and the green is... Meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, it's kind of funny because, like... So all these ancient dragons, it's when you deal combat damage, you roll d20, and then you do an effect. The yep. green one is you put X11 counters on each of up to two target creatures, which yep. is like, that's definitely the worst one. And that being the worst one is like pretty good. because Yeah, I, I don't know. I think black's the worst one, considering black could literally not have any targets at all. Green, you can guarantee you have at least one in being the dragon that you just hit with. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I think black is the worst because I just don't. It, it could. It has the highest variance by, well, not by far. Actually, yeah, some, I, of, some of the effects are nuts, but I think yeah. The um, I guess I'm not as worried about the CMC because there's some really good like two CMC creatures out there. Right. Yeah, because that's the whole thing, right? If you roll really low with black dragon, yeah, like, <laughs> there's such a higher chance that you have literal no targets. Yeah, that's true. At I, least I think... you get two plus one plus one counters with green. I think the upside of Ancient Brass Dragon is uh, kind of carries it. 
I think on average, maybe right. you're right. Um, I I don't like the fact that... But I just, that, it's just like, it's such a variance that I wouldn't even play the card for a seven mana, seven um, six flying. I don't even know if I'd play it. Yeah, the um, one thing I don't like about Ancient Bronze Dragon, which is the green one, um, it's after, you get all the power after you hit after already. You hit. <laughs> yeah. So right, you're just like, oh, uh, next after. turn, next turn. It's like board wipe, like, ah. Yeah, like sometimes that's enough, but yeah, it's in right, Commander, yeah. very rarely, exactly. very, very rarely. Um, yeah, I agree yeah. with you there. Uh, but yeah, the other three, dragon. the other three are the other three all have effects that matter. Yeah, uh, ancient gold dragon is at roll d twenty. You create a number of one one blue fairy dragon creature tokens with flying. With flying to is the nuts. Part. It's also a seven ten. Also, that's a seven which is kind of ten. Funny. <laughs> Why is that a seven ten? Yeah, I don't really get some of these <laughs> power and toughnesses. Um, the uh, ancient copper dragon. It's the cheapest one, so it's six mana. Um, yeah, that's what's other, busted about that one in particular. The other three, six mana. Yeah, six mana. The other three that we talked about were seven. And I think uh, this one should at least be seven as well. There's no reason for this I one I think they, it's like, they should have all been seven just for consistency's sake. They should have all been seven. I agree with that. Um, the ancient uh, copper dragon, which is the red one, you get a, create a number of treasure tokens equal to the result. Hey, oh boy. What do you know? It's free spell. So he's a free spell when he hits. Basically. Uh, ancient insane. Silver Dragon is 8 mana, so it's the most expensive one. Um, it's also the reason. biggest, 8-8. Eight, eight. Uh, when you deal damage to a player, roll d20, draw cards equal to the result, and you have no maximum hand size for the rest of the game. Yeah, that's nuts. I put... I I probably could have put the white one on the same tier. I had the red and blue one, just on a tier to itself. The white yeah. one, yeah, I could see too. But he's just getting like 15 flyers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just be like... <laughs> yeah 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 the white one the white one's nuts i i had the the white and gold on, uh the white and blue on the same level and then i think the red is yeah the treasure i mean we're just getting too ridiculous it's just getting ridiculous now. we're able we're literally able to give treasures the ability to just tap for mana at fucking will without having to sacrifice and without having to do anything we're able to deal damage equal to the number of treasures we control we're able to do, we're able to do way too much with treasures just being there yeah yeah, it's uh. You don't have to sacrifice them. That that's like the the world's biggest mistake is that we all assume that oh treasures they don't they die and you'll never have to use them again. Well, that that's a big fucking deal. Right, and there's there's just so many things that like interacting with tokens and artifacts. Those are like two of two, the three yeah, that biggest. Never happens. What are you talking uh, about? Yeah, <laughs> two of the three biggest uh, uh like like super archetypes for a commander. Um, which one? Uh, which one do you think is the best? I said red. I red. think copper dragon. I think the red dragon is the treasures is insane. It's the cheapest, so it's the easiest to come down and swing before the others two get a chance to. Yeah. Uh, red is has the most ability to turn it into haste. Uh, I think these things kind of need haste. They need something to actually get them through. Otherwise, people are just like they're going to hit the table, and you can't let them hit you someone. Can't let them All hit these somebody. effects are busted. Yeah. Like it, you can't let them hit. Someone. And keep in mind, like. So with rolling a d20, the average is 10 and a half, but yep. it's saying the average is 10 and a half isn't really super useful because you all have, you have an equal chance of rolling yeah. any of the numbers and you're not rolling infinite number of times. You're rolling like three times, but like just picture if you got five, which is the, in the, <laughs> which is if you have 
See, and, 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 luck and, of the, to roll. and of those, the red and the blue, the lower you go, red and the blue, doesn't matter. They're doesn't. both It's good. so good. Red and blue, both of their low numbers are good. Their high numbers, good. Like, everywhere is good. With black and green, the numbers don't really matter. And the white is a pretty big variance. The the low numbers, eh. It's like, it's, uh, it's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. Like, oh, but okay, it's high numbers are fucking ridiculous. You're just like, oh, I win the game now. <laughs> yeah, like, so I kind of took what you said uh a little bit earlier about like assuming that they have haste i was like ah, okay since you have to hit with them and they're all pretty big the the red one being six mana is kind of manageable by itself yep. but i was like okay i'm playing my dragon deck and i'm tutoring for a dragon at the end of turn to put or put cheated out into play somehow yeah. and i and that's my strategy which one do i want and i want the blue one <laughs> just like and you the, want the blue one and I, I, it, I yeah just like draw, draw a bunch of cards just Imagine just like, oh, I draw 10 cards and I get to keep all of them. No ma- yeah, and you have no, and no matter what, even if you rolled one, you have no maximum hand size. Yeah, I just like, I, I but yeah, the, uh, the red one is like actually probably the best, like overall uses because yeah. like of everything you just said, like red is the greatest opportunity to give haste and actually hit and then making treasures is, is really, really good. Um, but yeah, I, I was just thinking like, and all my decks that have, have been to like oh i just gotta tutor up this creature oh do i want something that removes like two or three creatures do i want something that pumps up my guy do i want something that like does this and i'm just like oh man i could i could draw like 10 cards out of this like i'm right. just always gonna grab this one right uh but yeah like yeah the uh these can be kind of nuts but they're they're safe in the fact that they have to deal combat damage to a player which is like on the Yes. rankings of in commander that is if abilities that's the lowest one <laughs> yeah that is very hard to do so that is why these cards are safe and they're very expensive except yep. the red one it's not as bad but seven mana is still a lot of mana even in commander yeah seven mana it doesn't do anything when it hits the battlefield or on cast is like yep. Yep. you got it's you probably yeah you probably have to be cheating into play for some reason especially because if you want to protect it in any sense you're probably going to need something like 11 mana because you're going to have to tap the seven and then you're going to need four more to cast your spells to protect it. Oh yeah. Yeah. From what's exactly. about to happen next. So. <laughs> and like you said, these kinds of effects, they're kind of different than just like helping you out because all of a sudden when like I play my ancient silver dragon, I attack Brett. Everyone's like, I don't want Eric to draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm gonna, gonna help, help you out. I'm gonna help Brett out because because you, you have to because you I can't to. let I can't, you can't, I can't let, let you draw ten cards and have no max hand size. That you're gonna yeah. win. Yeah, this could be this could be kind of nuts. Um, so yeah, they're they're fine, but they're they are fine. the strongest. I mean, these cards literally win games. That's what they do. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. what they're there for. Um, interesting th- kind of point of order here. They're Elder Dragons, but they're not legendary. Yeah, I think this is the, the first, first time. Yeah, that. the first Elder Dragons that are non-legendary. Pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, I think now, it, I think making like an Elder five color Elder Dragon deck would be kind of fun. That would be pretty sweet. I'm sure enough Sutsoni who are going to do that too. Is a thing. Yes. Like they're, yeah. they're, those are going to be around. Like dragon decks are always popular. Always around. Super popular. Turns out, dragons, they're good. Yeah, Ur-Dragon's good. Scion of the Ur-Dragon's good. There's a... Tiamat's good. They're all good. They're all five color. They're all good. They're all insane. Yeah, (laughs) almost all of these are going to be in Scion of the Ur-Dragon deck. 
just because yeah. it's like I attack. I mean, obviously, if you're if you're attacking with sign of your dragon and you hit somebody, you're just you could you're just choosing which way you want to win at that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because there's so many things. Uh, but uh, but yeah, this, this is gonna be fun. All right, that was it for the strongest. You ready to move on to some underrated cards? I'm ready to move on to some underrated cards here. This is always my favorite section. I love underrated cards. I love these little winky commons and uncommons that that just end up doing something cool out of nowhere. I love them. Yeah. I got I got some heaters. I got some good ones. Go for it. All right. Yeah, so this this was a set that had a lot of really good underrated cards. There's there's some good stuff tucked in here at common. I'm going to start here with the Sword Coast Serpent. Go on. <laughs> yes. It is a seven mana, five blue, blue serpent dragon, six, six. The Sword Coast Serpent can't be blocked as long as you've cast a non-creature spell this turn. So a six, six unblockable, not terrible for seven mana. That's a lot. But it has... An adventure. It has the capsizing wave. One in a blue instant return target creature to its owner's hand. So it's got a bounce spell to boot. Wait, so you said it's a it's, so it's a white dragon with a blue adventure cost? Nope, just blue. It's oh, just it's just blue. blue. Sorry. Sorry, it's five blue, blue, six, six, and then one in a blue for its uh, adventure, capsizing wave. Bounce a creature for one in a blue. A card that is should just be in commander decks. And the fact that it, you know, on the on the butt end of this, you end up with a six six unblockable. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Six six unblockable. That's getting six, to the six point. Unblockable is really good at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. Like we kind of never talk about power and toughness when it comes to creatures and power level, because unless it's like ten or something, yeah. you're just like <laughs> ah, someone will deal with it. But yeah, like six, yeah. six, six, six unblockable. You're kind of getting to that point where yeah. you're just like, oh, I like, oh, I'm already at 24, and it's like, yep. oh man, I am. Someone's dead. So I just uh, yeah, and like you can't block this. It literally says on the card, you can't block this. I love cards like that. That's sneaky good at common with a like. Think of how huge Brazen Borrower got. At Mythic, the reason that card is good at Mythic and is still holding a $20 price point, other than the fact that it's Mythic, is because they tacked on a bounce spell with it. Yeah. Now that one can Cheap do, I think, just spell, yeah. any non-land permanent. This one specifically says Creature. Yeah, uh, but that's, creatures that's... are very problem permanents. At, say, yes. one of the Ancient Dragons. One of the Ancient Dragons! Attacking. Trying it's to like... swing and it solves that. It solves it for two mana. You solve their seven mana permanent. That's something that's so underrated about bounce spells in general. We were talking that they're, they're essentially removal in Commander. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I spent two mana. You spent seven and probably both turns of yours replaying this seven mana thing. You spent 14 mana trying to just get this dragon out here. I spent two just to bounce it. Yeah, and also, there, there's kind of like a weird side benefit to just like cheap bounce spell things that act like removal. Is There's a lot of our, uh, a lot of our format is like cheating things into play. Yep. So it's almost like, okay, I spend two mana to reanimate this, this dragon. Now Giant it's going to hit you. Thing. It's like, 
bounce it. You're like, well, no. I only have four <laughs> mana, so I can't play this thing. I again. won't play that ever won't again. Won't play it ever again. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So there, that's why I looked at that value. specific adventure and I was like, oh my god. And then looked at the back end and was like, yeah, shit, sure. why not? Yeah. I don't know. It just hangs out. The best thing about adventures is that it doesn't give you like. You must cast it by this time. No, it just sits in exile as a seven mana thing you can cast whenever the hell you want. To. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love the Sword Coast Serpent. Okay. I had to kind of scramble because there was a card that was both an underrated and favorite. So, <laughs> so you'd rather favor for favorites? Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Whoops, not this one. Okay. Hear me out here. Okay. how can how can uh of course now i'm also like nervous and i'm gonna pick a card you're just like eric that's not in the actual set uh, <laughs> i'll let you know uh this is the wand of wonder this is in the set yeah they're rare right yep so wand of wonder four mana artifact so for three and a red you can tap four tap it roll d20 each opponent exiles cards from the top of the library until they re- exile instant sorcery uh they shuffle you may cast x Instant sorceries from among them without paying their mana cost. And X is either 1, 2, or 3 determined by your die roll. So 1 through 9 is 1. 10 through 19 is 2. 20 is 3. Right. Um, I think this is... I think people are just going to look at this and look like, oh, like Chaos Wand or whatever. Yeah, right. That one is like... Not played much, but... Not played much. It's the same thing. I think the ability to like essentially have three tries at it well, it doesn't miss, good. right? I thought it can't miss. Doesn't don't doesn't everyone have to do it until they? Yeah, but I think Chaos Wand is just a target opponent, and then like, oh, I got a counter spell that doesn't do anything. But here, it's each opponent exiles, and then you get to choose which one you cast. Yeah, which one you like. Oh, right, right. So, so you're saying you're not saying it's going to miss, as in like it doesn't hit the instant sorcery. It, yeah, you're saying, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. well, that one's a dud. That one literally says like do nothing. These two say like do something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly the point. Yeah. I should have been, should have been clear, but yeah, yeah, a lot of times you're just like, we need a board wipe. Here we go. Spin it. And then it's sure. Here's sure. a ramp spell. It's like, ah, I didn't need that one. Right, but, but now you four tries at a ramp spell. Yeah, exactly. Three tries. Three, three tries. Three tries yeah. At a, and you might hit one. Yeah. yeah and then I half... like this card. I do agree. I want to see people play it. Cause I think yeah. the card is super fun. It's, yeah, it's a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun. Four mana to tap it is kind of rough because... Yeah, that's a lot of mana. That's of the mana. one thing about it is like you're playing it on four and then you're probably using your entire next turn if you want to use it. Right, so yeah. probably not <laughs> exactly. likely and that, or, or good. It's probably pretty bad at that point, but I love the card. Late game, yeah. it's amazing too, right? Like, oh, yeah. To do this late game, it's awesome. Yeah, I think it's I, more like it's more like an eight mana card, you know, just like at yeah, the end it's of the mo- game, this card you do awesome. it and then you yeah activate it right away. I think so. Like half the time, you're probably getting your mana back if you can cast two spells for free mm-hmm. off of your opponent's library. Then that'll probably get your mana back after after a little bit. But like sometimes you're sometimes you're just probably gonna miss. But yeah, I, I think people are gonna look. I think it, people are going to think this card is Chaos One when it is much much better. <laughs> I agree with you. I think it's much, much better than Chaos yeah. Wand. But I love Chaos Wand too. So like, <laughs> so we're good. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. My next one is another blue card. I guess I like blue in this set for mm-hmm. underrated. This is a, a interesting one. It's also one of my favorite spells in D anD. d Modify memory. <laughs> nice. Four and a blue for a sorcery. 
Exchange control of two target creatures controlled by different players. Could be yours, could be anyone's. If you control neither creature, draw three cards. I love the baseline that it's just a draw three if you don't really care about the creature. If you don't really care and you just switch two people's things and you get to draw three cards. <laughs> I just love the... I don't know. There's a lot sweet. that could happen with this card. I think in general, like sw- like giving someone a 1-1 one, one fairy for their 8-8 eight, eight ancient dragon, it's a, probably it's a pretty good card. Totally fair. Yeah. Trade. That's, that's uh, to me, it's like kind of... Actually, like you said, probably its baseline is like, yeah, just switch anyone's two things. Draw, yeah, three. draw three That's cards. its baseline. But its high end is, yeah, I give you a 1-1, one, one, you give me the 8-8. Eight, eight. Also, if, if, you, if you... If everything works out right, it's kind of funny because you can be like, okay... Like we're we're trying to kill you know our buddy Miles. Uh, right. He knows what he did. Um, he and, knows what he did. You know what you did. <laughs> you know what you did. And it could be like, okay, Brett, attack him with your creature. I go. I switch your you, you like your that creature and Pat's creature. I go. I because I've just drawn three cards, and then Pat goes attacks him with the same creature. You can just yeah, exactly. You can, you can yeah, you can. Get your yeah. Pol- this card is the best for politicking for sure. I think that's what makes it so underrated. Mm. Is that this is a card that just screams like the possibilities for this card are kind of ridiculous. That's pretty sweet. Like the the high end that you just described is this is a five mana card that got your uh, like really at risk opponent safe. It got the one that was in the lead, you know, back removed his best thing. It got mm. you three. Four cards. Yeah, I got you three <laughs> cards too. Yeah. yeah, it could just it could do a lot. So I think this card's really cool, and I really want to see it played. Um. All right, my next one is uh the Elder Brain. The Elder Brain. This card probably won't see any play, but it's cool. Uh, <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's a seven mana six six. It's got my favorite keyword ability of this. Scott Menace. Menace. I love Menace. Uh, when the Elder Brain attacks a player, exile all cards from that player's hand, then they draw that many cards. You may play <laughs> lands and cast spells from among exiled cards for as long as they remain exiled. If you cast a spell this way, you can use uh, any type of mana. Right, you can spend any mana. Gets around color restriction. Um, I think this is really cool. I think... It is really cool. Obviously, like, wheels are something that players actively try to do. So, <laughs> wheeling your opponent <laughs> isn't as good as, as people think. Uh, surprisingly. It's nice that it's an attack trigger, not a combat damage trigger. Yeah, which is kind of funny with the Menace. Because the Menace, to me, triggers, <laughs> yeah, it gives like... gives it the ability to actually hit something. Hit combat. But it's just like, alright, well... They're not going to be able to just chump attack uh, or chump block out of nowhere. They're just, yeah. they're going to have to actually put two creatures in front of this thing um, if they want. I mean, to kill I it. agree with you. This might be an underrated card because the, it you know it could do some stuff. <laughs> it could do some, and also <laughs> like stuff. I think someone just spends their turn like oh I just draw I just drew like four cards so I'm all set up. Then you attack them and then you actually drew all the cards that they drew. That they so drew, you yeah. get them. And the you get to cast thing them whenever you want. With this card, is like for that to be good, it's generally like you're attacking the player that probably also has the biggest board state. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you force them to, to, yeah, to and now wheel maybe when they want to. Straight into the answer anyway. Exactly. Um, um, yeah. I, 
I don't know. It could be awesome though. I, I love right. that card. I love these kinds of things where it's just like, ooh, it could, this could be good. Like someone could just someone just like tutored and they're just like, okay, I'm gonna win next turn. Then you can be like, ha, got him. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the only every all the effects are fine. The only thing holding him back for real is seven mana is an insane <laughs> amount of mana. Seven mana, yeah, especially for like horrors. I don't know. Like we we were just talking about cheating things to play. Popular archetypes just always have a million ways to get things yeah. done. But yeah. uh yeah, seven seven mana is a lot. Seven mana, seven mana that's the whole thing that uh now he'll pair well with my next card on my list. Yes. Also I just wanted to point out I also kinda won't pick this card from my list because they all the, we all just fought an elder brain in D D. We did almost got it was waxed. Definitely not underrated in five <laughs> E. It was thing uh fucks you up. I think no. Eric nerfed it to hell just to make sure we could beat it. Yeah, the the four other mind flares didn't help much either. Is that what was that? We, why we were getting so messed up? Because yeah, it just seemed like we were all stun locked like like. Hell. Oh yeah. No <laughs> one, no a, one in your party has high intelligence. Time. No, we just... I we did find our weakness, right? Intelligence yes. saves are our weakness, straight weakness. Yeah, and it was. We'll what talk about that in the next D and D. Wizards and. Uh, I think wizards do, yeah. I think, I think that's so. It, though. I forget. That that, I think class? that's probably it. There's yeah, I think wizards that's the only the class. Wizards and um, artificers are like the only intelligence based classes. Artificers, okay. Although artificers right. do not have intelligence saves. Well, my next one's the class. Uh, this is a really cool pick, uh, and it's based definitely off of how strong initiative is because it is a card that introduces initiative. This is the stirring bard. How stirring. This is three and a red for a zero four defender dragon bard. Not a great start. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, when he enters, you get the initiative. So mm-hmm. right away, you're going to get some value. It's not like you're getting zero value from like his enter the battlefield ability is a decent trigger. Hell, yeah. it could be anything all the way up to <laughs> you, you look at the top 10, put a creature right onto play with three one ones and has proof. His entry to the battlefield ability could do that. He also has the mantle of inspiration. Uh, Tap target creature gains menace and haste until end of turn. That combo is pretty sweet. Yeah, so his tap is just menace and haste to anything. It's that's two amazing abilities, and like just giving that to your commander out of nowhere is insane. Giving it to any creature out of nowhere is insane. Yeah, a lot, a lot of times people are just like, oh, I have my creature that I don't really want to block with, but I will if I have to. And then it's just like, okay, put up boots on it as haste. It's like, ah, well, they're just going to block, so I don't want to yeah. attack them. But yeah. this one's this just thing, like, And oh, this thing's shit. free, man. Tap, tap. It's free. Completely free. I just think that that's, that's a really strong ability. If that's sitting there, you can't be feeling safe when a dude's just got a stirring bard sitting on the battlefield. <laughs> yeah. It's like, at any moment, you can have a menace-hasting ancient something dragon yeah and i i agree with you about it being like it, this this card is probably going to be like of all the cards we've talked about like the most staple because there's a full Ooh. set of like uh like, like voltron commanders so that you're are just saying like, i did pretty good with this saying you did pretty good i'm saying <laughs> it's a good pick I'm saying there's a chance uh but yeah it's like the if you want to attack with your commander like this is kind of the the perfect card for it this is a great card. Dude, Men- I, I cannot tell people how underrated Menace is. It is such a strong freaking ability. <laughs> it's so good. 
Yeah, a lot of forcing people to have to block with two things is insane. Most uh, people end up being like, nah, like they fine, just you just say me. unblockable. Yeah. Yeah, because literally. it turns out most creatures, unless you're playing against token decks, they're good. And people they're, right, and they around. don't want to lose one. And it's like, well, I have to either offer up one of my best creatures, or like, because I, I have this one chumper. Yeah, this, this is my guy. It's like, all right, yeah, enter the battlefield, it did something. <laughs> just like, all right, I can, I'll just jump You get to choose what damage solo. you deal first. So yeah, you're going to get rid of their, their bigger thing. Uh, it was just menace haste. I don't know. I thought, and plus, and you get the initiative, uh, which gives you a trigger, which does stuff. So there you go. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say another legendary creature here. Uh, Faldorn, Dread Wolf Herald. I think it's gonna be underrated. Uh, Ooh, it's the a hell is that? Oh, is it in the commander set or something? Uh, tell me what he is. Uh, Faldorn, Dreadwolf Herald. It's a three mana, uh, three, three, one green, red. That's the leader of one of the commander decks. Ah, okay. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's a, that is, that is one of the leaders oh, of the, the red, uh, green commander deck right. of the, uh, cut that out. no they're gonna they're gonna know what a fool you are Uh, they're gonna uh, know (laughs) (laughs) um all right instead yeah i don't know my list that i was getting this from apparently just mixed them all yeah because like technically they're saying that it's printed i don't know why i hate that i agree with you too because they literally if you look up like the deep gnome one that you mentioned before or this one Mm -hmm. it'll say printed in Baldor Commander Legends, but it's yeah, literally they're not in the set. If you buy a box, you won't, you will not see this card. Yeah, and the the set symbols the same. I was looking the at it, I was like, I'm good. Every other time, yeah, they've had different sets. I don't know why they did that either. It makes no sense. But you uh, will not open it if you open a box. If you, and if you do, okay, you can sue Wizards of the Coast <laughs> <laughs> or be happy because you got a card in a precon somehow. I don't, I don't understand that. Uh, I'll switch it up to uh, another card, which I think some, I think I don't know if people will think this is good or not. It's Blood Money. Ooh, yeah, I don't. I mean, we'll talk about why. Yeah, uh, and the reason why is it's seven mana. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Correct. Eric, that's all you had to say. Hey, yes, that, that yeah, is why. There you go. That's it. Um, that's the whole reason. Yeah, and it says destroy all creatures. For each non-token creature destroyed this way, you create a tapped treasure token. Yeah. Um, I think people are going to... Again, I don't think this is crazy good or anything. Yeah. Although Which I, I think you can count on, let's say, like at least four tapped treasure tokens. Yes. Yeah, and so the, the, the downside of them being tapped, I think, is pretty big here. It's because... You're, you're, let's say it this way. You're using your whole turn to board wipe. You are using your whole turn to board wipe. Um, 100%. <laughs> and like a lot of times you're you're kind of uh, th- there's some good ones now so where you don't have to do that like blasphemous act and that two bit that white white one yeah yeah and um some of my favorites so i i don't think this is good it's just like a normal board wipe i do think if you're um if you are going to be using the treasures a lot like, or if you have some sort of sacrifice or artifact theme, yeah. I think this is worth it just to, cr- just like ramp for next turn. And it's just like, yeah. well, I don't know. 
I mean, it could be. You might be right. So, like, I'm thinking... in. I have a deck very much that describes what you're saying. And to me, I'd still rather play Damnation over this. So I have really? uh, the treasure deck. I literally have a black treasure deck. <laughs> Mono black treasure deck. And, like, I just... I feel more comfortable getting to four mana and then having three more mana to play something else mm. than I do having seven mana first of all getting rid of everything and then having to wait till next turn to redeploy to use the stuff. redeploy stuff yeah and um i which like at totally least with I, you. you can almost guarantee i could cast my commander again at least who costs what three five so probably at that point it would cost seven so like at least i know i'd have the mana to play that again mm-hmm. but yeah you're wasting two turns i don't know that's a slow how if this if this said if it wasn't dependent on the number of creatures it just says like destroy all creatures create x treasures what would x be for you or create x tap treasures like is it okay five Uh, for you to be like i'll play this over no i would need all the mana back i would need seven i would it would need to it would need to be a card that says like double your mana next turn like to 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 make up for the fact Mm. that i lost a turn destroying the board like you now literally have to give me an extra turn (laughs) Yeah, I think um, I need double my mana. Yeah, I if it if that is the case, I kind of agree with you. I I think that there and it are could it could double your mana next turn. It could it could it yeah. could, and if it does, uh, yeah, okay, that's pretty I'll play. good. Um, I think there's if you're playing like a not a very, I kind of hard weird thing to say like a a deck where you can do stuff without creatures. <laughs> I don't really yeah. know how to put this, but like. I don't know, maybe there's things where artifacts enter the battlefield or you can sacrifice artifacts to do other stuff to, like, get more mana back. But they've already teased... They teased another, uh... An objectively card. better one? No, oh, never mind. Uh, it's something... It's it's different than what I thought. It's it's the reverse board wipe. They, they, they teased one for Warhammer, which is a Rakdos card, Blood for the Blood God. Oh, yeah. It caught... It, it's eight black, black, red. <laughs> But it costs one less for every creature that died. So, like, if someone wipes the board, at least eight creatures are dying. So this thing's just going to cost black, black, red. It literally draws you eight cards, deals eight damage to each opponent. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Yeah, so good. Blood for the blood god. Blood for the blood god. Yeah. Yeah, I think think why I put this in the underrated category, I think is... I think it's a good pick because I don't think people are going to play this. And yeah, I think people are going to be like... I don't think they're wrong to not play it for the most part, but like right. it could be good. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things that's like, ooh, I have a very specific deck where it's like, I just didn't search for this because I know I'm going to play Toxic Deluge I'm, over this here, all the time. I'll say, I'll say this. I'll say this. The amount of times I've been blown away by how good Decree of Pain is. Yeah. That's eight mana. It's so eight that mana. uses up literally your whole turn. Destroys all creatures. Then you draw for every creature it destroys. It's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing as this here. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it it's doubling your mana, but I mean, in commander, you always have something to do. AKA your commander. Your commander, right? <laughs> so, like, you know, hey, it's not like through one card, and it was my commander. So right. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, I I think also there's. Something to be said about the tap treasures, you don't get the mana back right away. I think that's weirdly less big of a deal because, like, what do you want to do if you're just like, I just need five more mana to win the game? You kind of want to just wipe the board. board. You just wipe the board and be like, I don't care. I'm just going to win the game next turn. I just have five extra mana. I just ramp and I'm just going to go off. Yeah, I like like that you're saying that Um, too. But I don't know how often that's going to happen. 
All right, you ready for my number two? Ready for the number two. All right, this is a cool one. I had to go with a black card too. I'm really excited to play this one. This is a cool card. The Ghost Lantern. The Ghost Lantern. The Ghost Lantern is an artifact equipment with a adventure. It's one black mana. A single black mana for an artifact equipment. It says whenever a creature you control dies, put a 1-1 one, one counter, plus 1 plus 1 counter on a quick creature with only equip 1. So it only it's takes a single mana to equip. And whenever any creature dies, doesn't matter if it's a token or not, whatever it's equipped to gets plus 1 plus 1 counter on it. Pretty freaking nuts. Pretty good so That's far. Nice. Definitely going in my artifact equipment deck for black. This card's already amazing. But it also has an adventure. For one and a black, at instant speed, you could return a creature card from your graveyard to your hand as well. That's pretty sweet. So just, just slap that on there. It's a one-man artifact that literally makes a creature absolutely enormous out of nowhere sometimes. Right. This card's cool. This card's that so card's pretty cool. sweet. This card's so cool. I love this card. Yeah, I love, um, and again, like, these are kind of, like, the types of cards that you're just like, well, I'm I'm playing this, like, return cards from my graveyard to my hand, like, not reanimator, but that kind of style of deck, like, like, I'm not looking, I'm not searching on Scryfall for equipment, Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, well, then you have this card, it's like, oh, this kind of does exactly what I want to. It can go in any plus one plus one counter theme deck, too, pretty, pretty easily. It's pretty mm-hmm. good in any of those decks because it gives you back your best creature that you relied on for your counters. Yeah. It uh it and it just buffs your creatures like crazy. One mana to equip is great. I'm so glad it's like one mana to play this thing too. It's like it's so cheap. You can't yeah. go wrong with how cheap exactly. this thing is. Yeah, and you you, you put wrong. if you have nothing to do in turn one, you could play it. Just play it. Just well, play I probably it. wouldn't. I pro- I pro- I would I would always hold on to this card. I would adventure. never play this on turn one. Yeah, I would always just hold on. I, this is a more of a late game equipment for me, but it, it just it has so many payoffs attached to it that it's, I think this card's just sweet. Sweet. Um, I I really I kind of messed up. So I had Jahira as one of my uh, underrated. Oh, underrated. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Um, I guess I'll, you you do your last one. All right, my last one, and, you know, I put this at number one just because it could be seen played in the most decks. It's almost like you were talking about in, like, terms of staples. This was like, to me, I just looked at it and was like, that's a a staple. You can just play this everywhere. This is the Stone Speaker Crystal. And I think you should play this everywhere is also what I'm saying. In Commander specifically, Commander is a format where your commanders die. What happens when your commanders die is like every time you have to spend two more mana. Well, what's the Stone Speaker Crystal do? Well, this is four mana for an artifact. Tap, add two mana, which is just a very playable card in Commander. Is a four mana artifact that literally immediately gives you back two mana. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a card called Soul Ring that costs one and gives you two. Never heard. Should of probably it. just be banned. None of my decks. <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's a soul ring after you've paid four mana. But it also has two tap, sacrifice the stone speaker crystal, exile any number of target players' graveyards, and draw a card. So That's it just gives good. you this, like, backup plan of, like, do I need to get rid of someone's graveyard or are they about to win the game because of it? If so, click this button. <laughs> if so here you go <laughs> yeah here you go you have a button that's just stocked 
in a four mana rock that ramps you to really good. Yeah, and it's uh, it's easily just one of those cards that you just like. So oh funny. man, my play group has has like made three new graveyard decks. I'm gonna take out my like you know uh, three mana rock to test for two, and I'm gonna put this in because. Just I, marginally I just, worse, I but has a whole other like, ability. As a new player, I would just tell every new player, put this, put this card. I don't care. I don't care what your commander is. I literally don't care. Put this in there because your commander is going to die. And guess what this does? It replays your commander <laughs> every <laughs> time. Commander. It always gives you the two mana for your command attacks when it dies. Always. Um, okay, I don't know if this is actually underrated, but I just kind of want to talk about this card because I think it's fun. Okay, uh, it didn't quite make it into my faves. Uh, owl bear cub. Oh, I love the owl <laughs> yeah. bear cub. Uh, it's. I'm glad you mentioned this card. I just wanted to mention it. Uh, okay. So it's well, good because uh, it probably green. is an underrated card to be honest. Probably just right? underrated, yeah. yeah. Um, tuna green for three three bird bear. Uh, <laughs> bird bear. It has this ability called Mama's coming. <laughs> 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 Which I love. Oh uh, and it's whenever Owlbear Cub attacks a player who controls eight or more lands, look at the top eight cards of your library. You can put a creature card from among them on the battlefield, tapped and attacking that player, uh, then put the rest of the bottom of your library in a random order. Yeah, I mean, this card does literal nothing until that random stage of the game where we all have eight lands somehow. Right, yeah. So it's a hilarious card, but I love it. Yeah, I... um. I think it's it's one kind of interesting thing I kind of thought about, where it's just like this this also has this like weird effect where like if someone has like four lands out or something, you play this and you're just like, ah, well, I don't want to play my explosive vegetation now because that will get me to eight lands and I have no creatures out because all I did was ramp. So now he's going to attack me with possibly a massive creature. So maybe I won't play the, these uh, ramp cards. Now, this is nothing for artifact ramp. So if someone plays Soul Rings and they're dropping Ancient yeah, Dragons. Right. And they're not having quite eight lands in play. That's a lot of lands. That's a lot of lands to require. And it, they need to attack that play. Luckily, it's an attack trigger, not a combat damage trigger, like you're right. saying. Uh, uh, but then you, you, there's also whiff potential, unfortunately. With potential, and uh, the other unfortunate thing is sometimes, like, the only creature you get, you don't want to die in combat. Yeah, you don't want tapped and attacking. You're just like, oh, no. That's that's one of my best Honestly, I actually just saw it for the first time here now, at least on Mythic Spoiler, if that's what you're on. Yep. The red card next to it is really ridiculous. Eltural Survivors? I don't even know this card. This is three and a red for a 0-4 Tiefling Peasant. It has Trample? And Myriad, and whenever it, it's attacking, it gets plus X plus O, where X is the number of lands defending con- player controls. That could be nuts, dude. It's trample. The, the original copy can attack the guy that like won't be able to kill it, and then you're, you automatically you are attacking everyone anyway. Yeah. With just copies. That's and, that's a cool freaking card. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I love, I love Myriad kind of like changes a bunch of cards up. And it's kind of nice because it doesn't like punish the guy who's in last place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, like hey, I'm attacking everyone. Attack yeah, because, it's Myriad, man. Yeah, you gotta, what are you going to do? You're getting attacked. It's Myriad. Yeah, that card's cool. Myriad is cool. All right. Are you ready to get to some favorites then? Let's some faves. Let's do it. Let's fave it up. It. I have a theme for my favorites, Eric. Are they all artifacts? 
They are all artifacts. Alright, then we definitely have two of the same card. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to those first. They would be probably my number two and my number four. Okay. Which are you talking about first? Uh, Fraying Line. That's my number four. Yep. Fraying Line. This card's sweet. Let's talk uh, about Fraying Line. The Fraying Line. Go ahead. Uh, it's four mana for an artifact. When Fraying Line enters the battlefield, put a rope counter on target creature you control. <laughs> Already. Get love, out. I love yeah. a rope counter, Eric. Wait, you have that deck that counts. I have, about, exactly. Oh my god, rope counters. <laughs> rope counters. <laughs> you all have your rope counters out, right? <laughs> At the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player may pay two. If they do, they put a rope counter on a creature they control. <laughs> Otherwise, exile fraying line and each creature without a rope counter on it. <laughs> then remove all rope counters from creatures. <laughs> Oh my god, the card is amazing. This card is uh, perfect. I love this card. I I love this too. It's like sneaky good, I think, too. This card's great, right? This, I would have been in my be underrated like, if I... I don't know. Like, I don't want everything to exile yet, so they pay two. They have to pay two. They have to pay two. it's gonna happen. And you're gonna... If, if they don't pay two, you have your best creature out, at least. Yeah, you already have something with a rope. Yeah. Oh, God. I love Fraying Line. This card's so much fun. This is everything I want in Commander. Oh, yeah. It's so sweet. Yeah, and it's... it's Spoiler, this is also going to win my best flavor. Um, Ooh, okay. But, yeah, I just... I love the concept. It's like, okay, I got a rope oh, kind of like, you got to pay two. I love best flavor. And you're my just best like... best flavor card's great. It's just like, oh, no, I got to I got to I got to get a rope. <laughs> got to get a new rope for my creature. And then he just keeps oh. going... Until, like, it doesn't really matter anymore because everything has rope counters on it. Um, But one thing I like is, let's say you you have also control when it pops off, too. So, like, come around the circle. You you don't. You technically don't. Everyone has control over when it pops off. Well, yeah, I guess. This is the weird thing about it. Yeah, you also do, but. Yeah, when it gets. Everyone does. I guess what I'm saying is, like, let's say there's, like, the guy with the token deck. You're just like, well, this is all. This is just going to stay up forever yeah you could just be on your turn be like okay it's gonna pop off yeah everyone everyone uh except for these four creatures right so it it makes it one round maybe yeah yeah um but yeah i love the everyone can save their best creature it's just great it's just perfect for commander this is just a hilarious card for commander the fraying line. Oh, let's go over counter. your other one that we're gonna cross over on and then you'll have to keep going with yeah this is the nautiloid ship not a, this was my number one, oh, baby. Yeah. This card's sweet. Also a four-mana artifact, but this one's a vehicle. It's a 5-5 five, five flying vehicle with crew three. Crew three is pretty big. Uh, pretty big. 5-5 five, five, five flying is pretty good, It's though. pretty good, yeah. Uh, when Nautiloid Ship enters the battlefield, exile target player's graveyard. Yeah. Uh, then when Nautiloid Ship deals combat damage to a player, you may put a creature card exiled with Nautiloid Ship onto the battlefield under your control. <laughs> you just cheat it right into fucking play. You just You just eat something. <laughs> um, yeah, this is my number one card, Eric. I just built Grease Fang, and this is completely this is busted. This is so perfect. perfect for that. This is the Grease Fang card. This card is absolutely absurd. This? I was looking for something because, like, I'm always tired of, you know, we always talk about, so 
Grease Fang is also very much like Parhelion centric deck. Right? It, it's it's just Parhelion two as a commander yeah. deck. Yeah, this is infinitely more fun. This yes. is literal infinitely more fun. This is like let me see what I could get with this, and like I, I could like just play other people's decks. It's oh yeah, and I having flying it gets it's it's, it's good. incidentally good if you draw it like a it's four not... mana exile someone's graveyard. You have a three three or a crew three five five flyer. Yeah. This card is just good. I love this card. It's sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. It, like it's, it's kind of funny because like the, you just say like oh, at its baseline, and then you list five things that it does. <laughs> <laughs> I can't decide if I like the borderless version better or the. Ra- I probably should just buy the borderless. Yeah, buy the borderless. I don't like the vehicle standard border that it's got. Right. So just borderless. Like, because yeah. the border looks better as borderless anyway. So. And the ship looks exactly the same in the art. Yeah, it's just like the extended border. Yeah, so, yeah, I'll probably just buy borderless. It's literally, like, 30 cents more at this point, which is mm-hmm. literal meaningless at this point. And they'll probably separate by, like, a couple of dollars later on in their lives. Yeah, Nautiloid Ship is sweet. Love the Nautiloid Ship. So, yeah, that is my number one. I love Nautiloid Ship. It's the most... That is the one I was most excited for when I saw it previewed i was like okay that like i have to buy a nautiloid ship uh do you want me to go yeah you have again. to because i've already used up two of my slots right. well so did you i guess so you just give me your third and then uh uh this is a uh this is this is more i guess more uh, they're all my personal favorites but yeah atasha the witch queen oh uh, command, okay, or, uh, yeah. planeswalker commander Planeswalker Commander, yeah. Five mana, so three blue, uh, black. Four loyalty, Commander. Uh, I love this passive, though. I think this is great. So do uh, I. So do I. This it's so cool. passive ability is whenever you cast a spell you don't own, create a 3-3 three, three <laughs> black demon creature token. <laughs> and I love that it's just like a vanilla 3-3. Three, three. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's nothing, it's nothing crazy. Nothing. It's not it's flying. Crazy. It's just, just it's a, not just create a, three, to- three treasures or anything. It's, just, nope. it's still just like a this. Three, you, get a, you get a beast. You get a, you get a beast. Uh, plus one, draw a card for each opponent. Draw a card, period. Then for each opponent, exile up to one target instant sorcery card from that player's graveyard and put a page counter on it. Uh, yeah. Minus three, you may cast a spell from among cards in exile with page counters on them without paying its mana cost um it's good i'm glad which is funny to say but like i'm glad they said you don't have to pay for them because like god would that be bad it would be really bad they would have card would be so bad i i kind of get the sense that this like you could cast them like this turn or something used to be a part of like the plus one and they're like uh we'll separate them all out we'll make it you cast them for free but then we'll add draw a card to me already she's really bad (laughs) <laughs> yes not not She's great not good so like i'm really glad they were at least threw you a bone and were like you could cheat you a bunch of mana though if you get right. if you end up with a really sweet spell you could do some really busted stuff but yeah god you are working baby yeah like you the way it works is you plus one and immediately you get some good stuff it dies tasha just eats it <laughs> so you're not gonna get people it. don't want to cast it for free but then you can you can pay your six mana, play it minus three, and then be get seven something. mana. Yeah, seven mana. Yeah, seven uh, mana. Again. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. She's not good. She's not. But great. you get you get your uh, uh, your demons out. 
Uh, yeah, I, I've been kind of wanting to play these, uh, this like steel spells or play other spells, like um, with all the specters out there, like Night Vale Spectre and everything for a while. Oh, and it's like, yes. ah, this is perfect. Yeah, it works. I'm, it works with the Demir colors. That's a mm-hmm. cool thing that made made for Earth. Yeah, and it also Tasha can be your commander, and like this is, I think, a awesome place power level for commanders or for Planeswalker commanders. They're not crazy. It does something specific, and it only works in a specific deck. <laughs> yeah, so it would be cool to see them. Yeah, I'm probably gonna build uh, Tasha. Tasha, but, cool. Yeah, I'd be excited to see Tasha. I think you can do some really cool stuff with I Tasha. Think so. All right, my number five. We'll go all the way back to my number five, and this card. I don't know how good it is. I like it. Maybe it's an underrated card. Who knows? I think this card's super cool. It might be busted. I don't know. This is the Rug of Smothering. This is a three mana, one three flying artifact creature construct with whenever a player casts a spell, they lose one life for each spell they've cast this turn. I mean, that thing could literally deal 10 damage to someone. <laughs> like, out of fucking nowhere. I, it's kind of, I like it. I feel like this. This is definitely like a plague reposer. Yeah, <laughs> like someone's I just, like. I look at this card and I'm like, I honestly think this thing could be busted. I don't know. I want to play it. I just think this card's cool. Think about like Cascade and stuff like that. If someone plays Cascade decks, they're yeah. just like, oh, I'm just gonna go down the chain. They're taking it's like one, then they're taking two, two, then three, then four. Oh yeah, if they play multiple Cascade deck, yeah, if they're just like everything Cascades. It's like, dude, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like Yidris. It's like the whole point is just like. Go yeah. off with these these nonsense combos. Yeah, You're just like, you can't some, do that. You have to kill this. I think this, this card's really cool. I think it's sweet. Yeah. So I really want to play some Rug of Smothering. Not, that's not to mention the, the mono black deck that I have is construct themed. Ooh. Yeah, because I literally have cards in there that say like tutor up a construct. Oh that's yeah, there have been a couple of those so, cards. Yeah, yeah, there. literally. So it like it cares. It, the deck cares about constructs, and this is a construct. Yeah, Not to mention, this, this was like kind of a, yeah, flying's kind of a big game. That deck puts a lot of 1-1 counters on certain things. Oh, it does have flying, uh, yeah. Yeah, and if you put, you know, a bunch of 1-1 counters on a flying creature, it, like, this thing could be big. Yeah, and I, th- I think, too, like, uh, what we were talking about, the shuffling, incidentally, I think people will just be like, well, I have an extra 5 mana, I'm just going to cast this tutor, yeah. or cast this ramp spell play my soul ring that I drew when I drew seven cards for a thing. That's and at then, least three damage already. We're talking like two yeah, spells exactly. is three damage. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh crap. I really wanted to play this, but now I'm taking four damage and then I have to <laughs> do this. Yeah, not to mention, this is a card that just like ends freaking commander games, right? Eventually. Yeah. Cause everyone's just losing life. You're just losing le- life left and right with this card out. Just your life is just, you're bleeding. You're yeah. Bleeding everyone's life. bleeding life. So I, I love Ruggles smothering. I definitely want to play it. Um, I could I could have definitely seen this in the underrated category for sure. For, like I, yeah. Spellslinger I, against Spellslinger decks, we're just like, oh, I I cast cards busted, yeah, five spells a turn, or like how I combo off as I as I cast this one spell over and over and over. <laughs> right, yeah, just the Displacer Kitten. It hoses Displacer Kitten. Mer- okay, hate it, this right? card now. <laughs> this card sucks. Uh, okay, so my next favorite one, Aboleth Spawn. It's a uh, three mana, two three for a tuna blue. Oh, Fish this horror. is not in the main set as well. Fuck. <laughs> also in the commander decks. I don't know where Great I card, got though. all my stuff. 
Great card. Well, I'll go to okay. Is uh, Windshaper Planetar in yeah, this? That, that one's in. There's like a Mind Flayers horror themed commander deck. It's okay, I'll just one. stay away from all uh, Demir cards. Stay away um, from anyway. all good cards. All good cards. Got it. Cards. Don't worry. Only bad cards from here on out. There you go. Basic planes. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite card from the set. Basic planes. Uh, okay, how about Windshaper Planetar? This is my favorite card. Windshaper. Uh, it's a uh, so for four and a white, so five mana, four four, flash flying angel. When yeah. Windshaper Planetar enters the battlefield during the declare attacker step, for each attacking creature, you may reselect which player planeswalker that creature is attacking. Oh, that's dope. Just be like, all right, I'm going to attack you with your alpha strike. And you go, nope, you're attacking him. <laughs> <laughs> that is dope. Love it. I love this thing. Yeah, that Just card like, is uh, pretty dope. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, because there's one similar, right? There's Portal Mage. But yeah, Portal something Mage like that. Never like lived up to the hype. Like I, I had a Portal Mage, and I think I you took it I think that deck. one you forced the... the person to reselect so they get to choose right it's like blue or something yeah it's flash two 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 and the blue when it enters the battlefield during the declare attacker step you reselect which player or planeswalker target attacking creature is attacking ah so this is way better yes because it's each attacking creature yeah portal mage only does a single creature and it's not good. It's because not of that. good. It literally doesn't. Just work. like that's I attack you with fifty-one ones. Yeah, that's the whole point of why I said like the fog ramp is good. Right. right. It it just never ends up that like one thing's attacking you. Yes, sometimes that's a thing. But like, and then portal mage is good. But I've played portal mage before, and it's freaking terrible because it's never that. <laughs> <laughs> it's never that. See, but yeah, windshaper planetar I think would be good. Right. It's and everything uh, attacking you. And if everything is spread out. Like, oh, I'll attack you with two things. I'll attack right. Pat with two things. Now it's like, oh, no, Pat's being attacked with four things. With four things, yeah. And, that <laughs> and yeah, you thought you were going to win the game now by playing Crater Hoof and killing all of us. It's like, well, now I'm the only one left. Yep. So my next one, my next artifact, because, again, all five of mine are artifacts, is the other vehicle they printed. This thing is amazing. The Mighty Servant of Luke O. <laughs> <laughs> Three mana, six, six, Trampler, crew four. Luckily, this all still works within Grease Fang. It has Ward, discard a card. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And whenever Mighty Servant of Luke O becomes crewed for the first time each turn, if it was crewed by exactly two creatures, it gains. Whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player, draw two cards. Six is trample. It becomes, it's gonna yeah, get and there. it's got trample. It's, it's got trample there. and ward discard a card, so no one's gonna target it. Uh, so you're probably gonna draw two cards off of this thing attacking. Yeah. So all it requires in Grease Fang is any creature. Zero power creatures, fine enough. Yeah, and you can crew over too. So yep, it's... yep, I can crew with Grease Fang's four and any other creature. So it's just an awesome card. That's such a cool card. I love this vehicle. That's pretty sweet. It's cool flavor wise too, because like you see the picture and it's got like the it's, two yeah, seats. Yeah, the two seats. You need in to it. have two pilots if you want to use this thing. You gotta do it. Drawing uh, two cards is a big game too. It's pretty good. Yeah, drawing two cards and like with crew four, 
I feel like you're probably gonna get there because like uh, I don't know, like yeah, pilots... crew four, right? It's almost like you need two creatures anyway, right? right? You're like yeah. expecting there to be two, so it's not that big of a. I mean, the crew four is unfortunate because if you just can't crew, yeah. you can't crew it. But if you it's do have two creatures, vehicles, power four, right? you're probably that's a vehicle. Do. That's a vehicle weakness. Yeah. But this card in general, I think, is a good vehicle. Yeah. So they printed two very good vehicles. Of course, this is a rare and a mythic, but two very good vehicles. Hey. Rather do that than just be like another generic. Like, here's a four mana six eight. Yeah, that's what's no great tax. about this thing, right? It's really unique. Like, it, yeah. it like actively is like like oh, do it cool with vehicles. two creatures. Yeah, make it this. Thing. Yeah, they're all so unique. They're really cool. Mm-hmm. That was my number three. Was the mighty servant of Leku. Leku. Uh, I guess I don't know, I'll just pick a random card. Uh, I'll. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, like... I got one more. You got one more? All right, we'll, we'll just do your one more. All right, my one more is the last artifact on my list, the Vexing Puzzle Box, baby. So vexing. The Vexing Puzzle Box is a three-mana rock, but I think it's worth playing in almost every deck, especially the ones I play. Vexing Puzzle Box, whenever you roll one or more dice, put a number of charge counters on Vexing Puzzle Box equal to the result. You also get tap, add one mana of any color, roll a d20. <laughs> Put charge counters, so it gives you the rolling ability. Thank gosh, you know, because mm-hmm. like I don't know how many roll abilities I'm going to play in my decks. Uh, so at least this eventually gives it to you. It probably takes you like ten turns if it's yeah, the it's going to take you like rolling 10 the turns. dice. Yeah, yeah. So why do we care about the charge counters? Well, tap remove a hundred charge counters from Vexing Puzzle Box. Search your library for an artifact card and put it right onto the battlefield. Pretty freaking cool. That's cool. I feel like you definitely need more roll roll twenty roll, yeah, tw- roll yeah stuff. You'd want it. more in your deck for Bex and Puzzle Box to be good. But again, this uh, is one of those on cards. Own, it's fine. Yeah, it's still a three mana rock. It, it's it's definitely one of those things that's like oh, instead of playing like Commander Sphere, which is like the go to three mana rock because right. it draws a card. You're like I'm going to play this instead in my deck. And that I probably, maybe I would play this over Commander Sphere almost every single time. <sighs> I wouldn't if I don't have artifacts in my deck, but like the inevitability of a any artifact from my deck onto the battlefield to me is better than draw a card. And losing your mana rock. You retain the mana rock. You retain the puzzle that. box. You retain uh, the puzzle box. Man, I think it's kind of weird. Usually I like these kinds of effects, but I think 100 charge counters is too much. <laughs> because like it's a lot it's, it's a, a lot. lot like it, you're averaging 10 10 times you tap it for man if you can untap it and tap it again i think that kind of changes right. the game a It'll little bit faster but like yeah. man you just roll a two in your first time and you're just like Ugh, basically still 10 <laughs> turns never getting there yeah um uh, but you know may, maybe like you just barely get there and then you just get tutor for an artifact that's yeah. pretty good i mean but again, yeah, it is a lot better with cards that roll D20s. If you're playing any cards that roll D20s in this deck... It, this it, is definitely, yeah, something you gotta take a look at. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I gotta look at I gotta look at the roll D20 cards, because they printed a lot in this deck, and some of them are, are pretty freaking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some, there's some really good ones in here. And then there's a lot of really bad ones. <laughs> a lot of right. mostly bad ones. But, uh... Uh, is there any roll d20s in the initiative that I haven't checked out? There should be. I feel like there is at least one level. Nope. 
nope there's no rolling of d20s within the initiative so that doesn't get you there playing initiative interesting yeah so that's kind of i feel like that's a, obviously that's a roll, flavor roll d, there's also uh cards that roll d4s and and d6s but, but d20s are going to be the ones that make the difference to get yeah because you, you just roll again like an 18 you're just like oh if i get lucky like one more time this is pretty achievable but hey all the dragons are playable man so right that's true <laughs> <laughs> just play you just play a dragon all using the puzzle box you can play the dragon yeah you can tap for a mana of any color to play any of your colored dragons do it i dare you <laughs> all right let's get on to our extra categories that we have uh best flavor what you got you said the frang frang wine, wine. Yeah, easy all right my pick the bar room brawl oh i i, I love this card <laughs> this card is hilarious dude one in a green sorcery target creature you control fights target creature to the opponent to your left controls <laughs> Then, that player may copy the spell and may choose new targets for the copy, which means they choose a creature they control and swing at something to their left. Yeah. And on and on it goes. nothing to do with whoever punched him. Just like, all right, we'll pass him on. Yeah, well, I'm going to punch this guy. Well, I'm going to It just goes him. around the circle uh, forever oh until, <laughs> until someone's I'm in dead. love with Barroom Brawl. That's hilarious. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. Also... Uh, shout out to Flavor of the Displacer Kittens flavor text. Did you see it? We didn't mention it when we were on the card. It says, isn't she the cutest thing you've almost seen? Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that. good. All right. Well, how about best art in the set? And uh, I split it up to two categories, alternate arts and regular art. Oh, um, so again, this, I, I think, well, actually, you know, I think Cloak of the Bat is my favorite art. Ooh, of regular or it's alternate? It does have Reg- an alternate. Right. The regular. Okay, yeah, the regular. I think the regular is better than the alternate for Cloak of the Bat. Hmm. Yeah, the regular is pretty freaking sick. You know, it's kind of funny. I I didn't like the sketch art last time this came around, but I'm actually kind of digging it a little more now. So I will say this. I uh, uh, A general overall shout-out for this alt art, the foiling for these alt arts look incredible. Really? Ooh. Because I opened, yeah, I opened some for back in uh, AFR. It was the same, you know, they literally did the same thing. The foiling looks amazing for some. Oh, really? Is it? Is it? It's a different kind of foiling. Yeah, it like literally only the colored background portion is like shiny. Ooh. And it looks so good. Maybe I can pull some up for you. Um. Uh, we'll have to do it probably after the podcast because it's going to take me too long to find it. I'll show it to you. Uh, I just shout out overall the sketch art. I love some of the art in specific, but I will say the foiling looks so good on those sketch arts. You can probably get some cool cards that way because most people are like foil bad now, but if yeah. you get some cool ones. Yeah, like I would say borderless, stay away from foiling. Just do regular borderless for sure. Mm-hmm. The borderless arts in general just look amazing. So I said for my alternate art, the new Bramble Sovereign in Borderless Art looks incredible. Ooh, nice. Yeah, it does look good. It's got like two birds on her shoulders and stuff. The, the Borderless is just... Which one's the I clone? love the Borderless treatment. It looks incredible. Don't do foils in Borderless. I For the alternate art, I love the Elder Brain alternate art. It's very... It's like very Eldritory. Oh, sick. I haven't seen that. Uh, wait, is it in the sketch art? No, no, it's it's in the 
extended alternate art. Because there's extended regular art, too, for some reason. Yeah, so the sketch frames that we're talking about are called showcase frames. Ah, okay, it's not then the showcase frames. Okay, so then there's uh, uh, borderless frames, and then Elder Brain is in... Where is Elder Brain? They have the regular art in borderless, and then there's yeah. the alternate art, borderless. So that would make it... It should be in the borderless section, and I don't see it. Here, I will... Uh... Oh, oh no, that's just. Oh, I see it. Okay, I see it now. I see it now. Yeah, so there's like there's like all the bodies floating. Yeah, they're just floating around. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that looks Sweet. real sick. Actually, that looks dope. That looks dope. I think that might be the box topper, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I'm just bad at picking cards that are in the set. It might be. Well, that's in the set. Technically, it is in the you, set. You just you buy a box and you get that. Like you literally get that Elder Brain with that with that art. Sweet. Because, yeah, because that, that's good. just, you know, that's the uh, the box topper. Uh, anyway, I think. I, don't quote me on these things. Uh, <laughs> it's I the box for, topper. <laughs> yeah. I said for regular art, I went the uh, Storm King's Thunder. Oh, that, that's thick. sweet. Yeah, it looks yeah. fucking dope as shit. This dude is just, like, casting lightning, and then there's all these waves swirling at him. Mm-hmm. Dude, it looks fucking sweet. Yeah. Cool card too, but I don't know how good it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was trying to think. It was just like, is this card good? And it's like, uh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. Because you're spending like eight mana to cast this thing, and you're just like, well, I can cast lightning bolt. <laughs> Five times. Yeah. Uh, hey, we hey we made it. We made it. I think these are there. we're lock, we're locking into a good time frame for these episodes. Yeah, under there. two hours. Yeah. That's it, man. So, uh, what are we going to be talking about next time? We'll go back to D anD D. Back to D anD D. This we're kind of a. This is a. Um, we we this started fits doing in with the Baldur's Gate theme, Eric. This is true. Uh, we're talking <laughs> about backstories for player characters. Yeah, little little tips and tricks. Uh-huh. Maybe how not necessarily how tos, but maybe something maybe you don't have to do as much as you think. But it always helps the DM. I like back. I think it's a big part of D anD D that uh, maybe isn't spoke about enough too. Because once you're in a campaign, once you're running a campaign, uh, I guess yeah, the, the the backstories take a back seat. But it's something that's always pretty interesting because the DM gets to play around with a lot of backstories of yeah. all their characters. So yeah. it, it's always a really it's a good way to push stories forward too, right? Definitely, yeah. It's a it's one of the primary ways to like ensure motivation for the player. Just be like, this is about me. So I yeah. want I want to do this. Um, exactly. Also, I think it's super intimidating for first-time players to be like, "Wait, I gotta come up with a backstory." Yeah, like, right, I don't right. even know how to play. Like, what, why do I gotta do this? Why do I need to have a whole story? Yeah, I'm me. Isn't that isn't that why I'm playing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, to right. This? To create one. Yeah, I love it. All right, how about next time we get to Magic: The Gathering? All right, we are gonna go over the commander decks, which basically We're go over all the cards that Eric wants. To I talk wanted about. to go over in the first place. <laughs> so if you just lit, it's just gonna be the recut, but just all the stuff I said. <laughs> we'll cut it all out of this episode and just jam it and into that episode it. randomly. Exactly. There'll be snippets where you're just talking about those cards. For Four hours long. And that'll be it. Uh, yeah, commander deck list. And then we'll probably talk again about just like the 50 million multicolor commanders from this set maybe yeah or maybe we'll just start start nipping at them a a bit yeah Mm because like we said there's so many we'll have to at least get through the 36 multicolored i don't think there's a goddamn way we'll get through all the backgrounds and i mean maybe maybe we'll have time because again i think we have a while until the next set comes out 
So we might just take our time. We might just go slow. That's That'd slow. be interesting to be slow. like, slow. like partner commanders in general. We can think yeah, about that. Uh, a whole episode on those for sure. Yeah, I, I delved real deep into the commander legends partners for a while. I was building a lot of decks using those. Never found much that I loved, hmm. fell in love with, so I didn't really build any. But I was I was building a bunch. All right, we did it. That's it. I love it. That's it. Hey. That's it for this time. We can uh, let's go back to partying. Let's go back to party. And all you listeners out there, party on. Uh.